So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Off the First. It is February 2nd, 2024. It's about 2 in the afternoon when we are recording this on a Friday. I'm Ryan Balangie. Thanks for being here. Uh, we'll try to keep this fairly short and sweet today, closer to kind of how the show has historically been, you know, in the 15 to 20 minute range as opposed to the 20 or maybe even 30 minute range. First, we're presented by our friends at Swannies. Check them out, swannies.co. Use the promo code GOLFNEWSNET25 and save 25% off your first order. Great way to get into the weekend by saving some money and looking great with Swannies. Now, want to talk about a couple of different things. Uh, one, something I did not anticipate talking about which I think is just kind of funny, and we'll talk about in passing, not necessarily talk about for more than, you know, a minute. So Live Golf has their first event today. It is in Mexico, and I was on a couple of calls this morning that that weren't creating content, just, you know, different business calls. And uh, a buddy of mine texted me a tweet from James Corrigan over at The Telegraph, and James is one of the best, and I just started laughing because it's from, uh, he ultimately deleted it, but at the time he tweeted that a, a number of players on Live had some stomach bug, whatever that was, and that they might actually have to delay the first round of the tournament. Ultimately, I guess that wasn't entirely accurate. Uh, another guy, Garrett Johnson, who's down here in the D.C. area, is a good guy. He guess talk to somebody at live because he wanted to kind of get the complete picture i suppose and they said no that's inaccurate you know we're gonna have our first round just like as we've always planned you know, we're gonna start at 12 30 blah 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 so they did but I, do, I did think it was kind of fun i know this is this did not happen so it makes it funnier to laugh at but the idea that the entire live golf league had montezuma's revenge and just couldn't get out of wherever they are at the mayacoba resort or <laughs> the notion that, you know, when they used to have the PGA Tour event there, and they still do it now, the players would bike from, you know, wherever they're staying, the villa or, or what have you at the resort, to the range or, or whatever that day, that it, they just couldn't make it. Like, the, it was going to be bad. It was going to come out the wrong end, uh, or or maybe both ends, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know how many ends, but uh, <laughs> I just got a kick out of that. I, it obviously didn't pan out to be that case, and... Uh, James deleted the tweet, but I just thought, gosh, that's funny. And why, and I also wonder if that's ever happened in like a PGA tour event, because with a bigger field, right? There's 132 players that used to play at Mayakoba, 144 usually, sometimes 120 for an oppo field, 156. When the days get longer, you have multiple courses and you're playing these events and most players, I mean, they're not hanging out with one another. There's no reason to be near one another. You're not affiliated. You're not on a team. There's no forced team component. No, none of that. So you can just kind of go out on your own. So if a, a flu or a stomach bug or whatever made its way through the tour, it would probably only catch a few people, like people that hung out with one another, and most of them wouldn't be players. 
But that's not necessarily the case on Live. The players hang out as teams, uh, at least conceptually. Um, and so if they're hanging out together, then presumably you could get sick together. And you could have one team just totally blown up and they be ruined. But if more of the teams hung out together and there are fewer people and they, they are supposedly tighter knit because it's kind of them versus the world, so to speak. Well, in that case, maybe more people get sick. So I, I don't think what James, well, what James reported isn't exactly what he, what accurate, what he put out there in concept could totally happen. It, it totally could. Now that all said, uh, it, it looks like everything went off without a hitch at live. Um, you know, it's, it's Mexico. So you're going to look like you're sweating a lot anyway. Um, it's going to be hot out there. I mean, the, I have my honeymoon in Tulum, uh, just a little south of Playa del Carmen. And that was 2010. And the, I've never felt the sun hotter in my entire life than when I was there. And by the way, there's a nice breeze off the ocean. It was beautiful, but man, that sun was it almost felt like it was touching your skin. And I've been in the middle of the Las Vegas desert. I've been in Death Valley. I've been, I mean, I've been some places that are outrageously hot. And yet still, that was the hottest I've ever felt the sun. So if you ever down there, or if, maybe you're there watching, you know, watching this event on Live Golf, I would strongly, strongly suggest you bring a whole lot of sunscreen and a whole lot of cover. Anyhow, that's the Live story. Uh, for today. Now, one thing I think is very cool that did happen yesterday, and we did not get to talk about, and I think this happened after I went to go play golf, but it, it may have been around that time. The U.S. Women's Open has a new presenting sponsor. That presenting sponsor is Ally Financial. They sponsor the Ally Challenge, which is on the, the PGA Tour champions at Warwick Hills. It used to be like the Buick I forget which word it was, invitational or classic or... It doesn't matter. Maybe it was the Buick Open. But back when Buick sponsored like three tournaments every year. But they have kept it at that venue because it's been well supported over the years and they wanted to have something there. So they're, they're active in golf, but they have agreed to become the official retail banking partner of the USGA. And they have agreed to become the new title sponsor of the U.S. Women's Open. So the purse is going to increase as a result of this, which I think is a coup for the players. It's going from $10 million to $12 million, which is huge. I mean, that's amazing. And they take over for ProMedica. ProMedica was uh, and is a not-for-profit, uh, basically insurance agency kind of thing, insurance company kind of thing out of Ohio, I think. And they signed on originally for a 10-year deal to be the presenting sponsor. And I think that was supposed to start, did start in 2022. Well, after one year, their name was pulled off of it. I guess they had a really bad year in 23. I, I don't remember exactly all the circumstances around it, but basically the ProMedica people begged off and the USGA were like, okay, that's fine. And they went in search of a new presenting sponsor. And they kind of ate it. I'm sure ProMedica paid something toward the 2013, or excuse me, 2023 U.S. Women's Open's purse at Pebble, but they didn't pay full freight or something like that. And now Ally's in there, so I, I assume it will be the U.S. Women's Open 
presented by Ally Financial or Ally, whatever they come up with. And that'll be great. I mean, that I know that there is a lot of hand-wringing in golf about sponsorship of the major championships. U.S. Open does not have a presenting sponsor. The Masters does not have a presenting sponsor. The Open doesn't. The PGA Championship doesn't. But there are sponsors of the majors in the LPGA, right? So with you've got the Chevron, right? That's your first major. You've got the KPMG Women's PGA. Now you've got the U.S. Women's Open presented by Ally. You've got the Open, the Women's Open, which is sponsored by AIG. And then you've got the Mundi Evian Championship. So you have five sponsors, right? That that has not happened in uh, the men's side of things, the PGA Tour recognized side of things. But if that means, if that sponsorship means bringing prize money closer to, or at least trying to somewhat keep pace with the purses in the, and I, I don't, reluctant to call them men's majors because technically anyone can play in them, but the men's majors, then that's a good thing, and I'm cool with that. Uh, I hope there isn't a future where there's a sponsor that agrees to sponsor one of the PGA Tour recognized majors, and now the purse is like $35 million or something like that, because that's where it would go, and I, I hope that's not the case. But if it means elevating the women's game, if it means making that kind of money available, then... Let's go. And Ally also signed Lilia Vu, who's the reigning 2023 Player of the Year on the LPGA, and a two-time major winner last year. She is now sponsored by them, which is great for her. I mean, she's she's fantastic. So, good day for women's golf yesterday. Great to see that. And hopefully, that's just the string of additional good news on the LPGA. Now, that said... There's also some non-sponsorship news relating to the LPGA that is net good, I think, but not necessarily good for everybody. So, the LPGA and Epson Tour announced today changes in how the LPGA Tour cards will be allocated for the 2025 season from Q-Series and the Epson Tour's race for the card, which is now a points list, not a money list. So, starting... With the 2024 Q-Series, so this upcoming winter, basically, it's in December, this upcoming December, the Q-Series will now offer cards to the top 25 players and ties, and they will get status through Category 14, okay? That's the ranking order. There are a bunch of different categories, different ways you can qualify for an LPGA card. This They're in Category 14. And this makes it a little bit worse category-wise from what I remember. And that'll start with 2025. So currently it's, you know, what, the top 45 in ties? Got a card from the LPJQ series. And now that will not be the case. So they're going to reduce the number of cards available through Q School or Q Series, depending on how you want to think about it. I think that is a good thing because I think that is more more related to how pretty much everyone else, especially the PGA Tour, handles promotion and relegation kind of deal. 
because over the years, the Epson Tour has taken on increasing importance, just like the Corn Ferry Tour has on the PGA Tour, where when the Corn Ferry Tour started as the Hogan Tour, five cards went out to the PGA Tour from the top finishers. Now it's the top 30. It has meant that much more over time. On the LPGA, the Epson Tour has been around as the Futures Tour, as the Symmetra Tour. I'm sure I'm missing a sponsor somewhere there, but the most recent, Symmetra, now Epson. And in recent memory, it's been 10 cards. The top 10 finishers on that money list would get LPGA status. Starting next year, there will now be five additional cards available. So, there, all those cards, now all 15, will be available to Category 9. To the, the, and that's great. That, that means you are prioritized significantly above the players who get through Q-Series. You're in a better position to start your year, to get into more events. Yes, you still have the Asian swing that's about to start in a few weeks that you're going to get locked out of because of their limited field. But once you come back to the United States after those couple of events, you're going to get into everything, which is a, a really good thing. Means means more to have a card from the Epson Tour now. So, um, the change really is done for a couple of different reasons. So, the, the biggest reason for the change, according to the LPGA, is that we'll... It will allow every athlete, every player who gets through Q-Series more access into LPGA events, and it places greater emphasis on full-season performance for the players who are currently in Category 15, which is the players who finished 101st to 125th in the LPGA's race to the CME Globe, and players who finished 11th through 15th currently in the Epson Tour list. Previously, the athletes who finished in the top 45 in ties of Q-Series would earn that LPGA status in either Category 14 or 15. So now what you're getting is you're still keeping your top 25 in Category 14. You're eliminating the Category 15 additional players, and you're going to give them their kind of own due. Every player who completes all the rounds before the cut at Q-Series will earn Epson Tour status, which has continued. And Molly Marco Salmon, who is the LPGA commissioner, really emphasizes in this quote that the change aims to reward full-season performance while also giving the world's rising talents an opportunity to compete for coveted LPGA Tour status. The great thing for the... Epson Tour is now the Epson Tour is even more important. More cards are available this way. So now five additional cards will be available in category 15. And category 9 goes for the top 10. So it's not quite exactly the same. But, and I, I mixed that up earlier. So top 10 get in category 9. 11 through 15 get in category 15. And that, again, equates to... You came close. You almost got to that magic number. We're still going to give you status. That's a good thing. And this is the first time in 17 years that the number of cards has increased from the Epson Tour. Long overdue, in my opinion. But 
went from five to ten in two thousand seven, and in twenty twenty for the twenty twenty four season, it will go to fifteen, which is great. Jody Brothers, who is the chief business and operations officer for that tour, who has done a fantastic job, says, "quote We are thrilled to announce the news of expanded access to the LPGA for Epson Tour members at the end of the upcoming season. We annually review the performance data of our recent graduates, and the additional access substantiates." that Epson Tour athletes are arriving to the LPGA ready to perform at the highest stage, end quote, which is great for them. And that that all kind of shake out very well. Everybody who is in Category 15, so the, the folks who are in that 101 to 125 position on the race to the CME Globe and the additional five players from the Epson Tour, they're going to zipper, which means one after another. So LPGA, CME finisher 101, then Epson Tour number 11, then CME finisher 102, then Epson Tour 12, et cetera, et cetera. goes down like that, which this is great news for this tour. It means, again, it's more important. It gives you a full season. We have known historically that players who get through Q School tend to kind of have to go back more often than players go back through Q school. Then players who complete a full season on a tour prove their value over a 20, 25, 30 event slate. Those players are more likely to stick around at the next level, at least for several years before having to go back. The success rate is higher. That's why the PGA tour has placed increased emphasis on that with the corn Ferry tour. And they're doing that now at the LPGA level with the Epson tour. That is a good thing. Hopefully, Someday that get, that number gets to 20. But if you think about it in terms of scale relative to the PGA Tour, you have really the top 100 players in the LPGA keep their card. That's their version of the top 125. So on the PGA Tour, it's top 125. So it's 25 players difference, and there are more players that tend to be there. The LPGA has typically fewer players in events, more like 120 or 132 or 144, not so many 156s. So there are fewer opportunities overall, so no, no wonder there's a, there's 15 cards instead of 20. But as the women's game grows and expands, that probably will become 20 before I turn 50 years old. And if we're having this conversation, when I am 50 years old, something has gone not terribly wrong. Either things are going so well, I'm just doing this for fun, or... Uh, or I'm still grinding it out at 50. So, hopefully by then, there will be more <laughs> LPJ cards through the Epson, and we can just have this conversation for fun, instead of uh, for business purposes. Alright, that's going to do it for us on today's show. There's really not a whole lot to go through news-wise. Uh, we had a good first round yesterday. I, I enjoyed the coverage yesterday uh, at Pebble. Tom Dietrich got himself to the top of the leaderboard from not Pebble Beach, but Spyglass. Good for him. I, I tipped him to people on our betting podcast, The Press, at the start of the week. So I hope you took that advice. I didn't take my own advice, but I hope you took it. If it works out, then uh, you're, you're a little bit wealthier. And if not, hey, just enjoy the golf this weekend. It looked like they were giving a little bit more coverage to Spyglass than they ever have which is great. Treat it like a true all-star event because you have the field split between the two courses. Go cover both. They were doing that. That's a good thing. 
So hopefully that coverage looks good again today. I think the weather's still supposed to be crazy on Sunday, but it seems like the forecast has kind of calmed down for the first three days of the tournament. Yesterday didn't didn't look that bad out there. Today and tomorrow, I think, are supposed to be pretty decent as well. And then we'll see what comes on Sunday. But could be a wild finish still, but at least they're getting while the getting's good uh, on the first day at Pebble Beach. The Bahrain Championship is a complete mess. Uh, it is just lots of people that you've either never heard of or you haven't heard of in a while. And that is something I love about this tour. But a guy named Joel Gerback, who I've never heard of. I've heard of Yesser Svensson. I've heard of Dylan Fratelli. Those guys are all tied for the lead in 9-under total through two rounds. Alejandro Del Rey is at 8-under. Aki Stridham, who was one of the most out-of-nowhere winners on the circuit a couple years ago in South Africa. He is South African. He is tied for fifth with Julian Guerriere, Harrison Endicott. Jamie Donaldson just kind of shows up every 25 tournaments out of nowhere. Tom Bailant is, uh, is also tied for fifth place in that group. But nobody's taken it to the woodshed so far. I mean, 9-under is a pretty decent score, but the, the kind of sounds like the weather there has not been ideal. And if you do want a little bit of a palate cleanser in terms of just everything that's gone on in golf the last year or so, if you can find it, try to find the Vic Open in Australia. Watch in the middle of the night if you can, or if you're in Australia, shout out to you guys if you get the chance to watch it. It's a great tournament. It was co-sanctioned with the LPGA and the DP World Tour for, I think, one year, maybe two. It's not now. It's now co-sanctioned between the WPGA Tour of Australasia and the Challenger PGA Tour of Australasia. Equal purses, $425,000 Australian. You have concurrent tournaments going on at the same time with men and women playing together. There's a men's tournament. There's a women's tournament. Women's tournament has, I believe, 90 players this year. The men's tournament, I think, is like 132 or 144. And then they kind of zipper tee times and stuff. They have a 36-hole cut. They'll have a 54-hole cut tonight. And then they all come together, one golf course for the final round. It's a really cool event. If you get a chance to watch it or find it, please do. I think you'll really enjoy it. And the golf course, 13th Beach Golf Links, is in, in Victoria. It is amazing. It's a really good course to watch on TV. All right, let's go do it for us today and for the week on Two Up the First. Thanks so much for your support. I appreciate it. You got questions, comments, just want to talk. Ryan at thegolfnewsnet.com. I'm on Twitter, Threads, X, Instagram, and Blue Sky at Ryan Ballingy. I'm on Facebook and YouTube at Ryan Ballingy Golf and Golf News Nets on all of those places at Golf News Net. We'll be back next week with another slate of shows. We'll go over everything that happened in Pebble, the stupid stuff people said and did, uh, as it relates to live in the PGA Tour. Hopefully some good news as well. Also, uh, before I forget, uh, best wishes to Bernhard Longer, who apparently tore his Achilles yesterday while working out, and that's going to keep him on the shelf for a number of months. He's having surgery today to repair that. Best of luck to him moving forward. Uh, the all-time greatest at the, at the PGA Tour Champions. And also, by the way, he's playing his final Masters in April, so hopefully he will be able to compete and get his proper send-off, or if not, he will wait one more year and we'll see it in 2025. But I don't know how long an Achilles takes to kind of get back going, but it's it's probably going to be a while. So uh, best thoughts to him as he goes through the surgery today and recovers. He's a, I played nine holes with him about 10 years ago. Fabulous guy. Really, really like his company. All right, we will be back next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. You will probably hear a puppy in our episodes starting next week. we got a dog coming in the house. 
starting on Saturday. Our kids are very excited, but uh, we don't have a name yet, and I don't know how it's all going to work, but we will be here on Monday with two off the first. See you then. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.